So my bad luck continues. <laughs> um, I've had a shitty week overall, uh, for sure. But let me let me try to um, paint some of the broader strokes. Some of the strokes I'm going to keep to myself, so to speak, uh, per usual, I guess. And, um, um, and and some of the strokes I'm going to put out there, uh, also per usual. If you remember last week, I talked to you about getting, being robbed uh, through PayPal and through the bank and so on and so forth. I don't think that thing, yes. Yeah. So I wasn't robbed. Um, I was trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to get everything rocking and rolling. And then I get a text message from Chris um, that's, that's a picture message that his – that $13 of $22 that I sent him has been retracted due to insufficient funds. And then Chris sends me like the super embarrassed for you face. Like, uh, <laughs> well, no, Bobby. What I sent you was that it, it based on it's it says something about based on an investigation, your bank has refunded the money or whatever. But it was that weird amount, right? So yeah. Uh, so then I'm like, well, fuck, and I see the amount, and the amount is very reminiscent to me because it's thirteen dollars and such and such cents, the same amount of money that I was supposedly robbed for recently. So I go into my PayPal account and I find out that Speculative Fiction has had four hundred and two dollars of their money returned uh, to me. Mm. So I'm like, "What in the actual fuck?" I get on the phone with Chris. I'm trying to figure out what has happened. There's an echo, slight echo on somebody's part. Just FYI, and I, I say like, "Okay, so a thousand dollars I sent to Speculative Fiction." And four hundred of it is back. Twenty-two dollars I sent to Chris, and thirteen of it is back. I got to get on the phone with PayPal. So I get on the phone with PayPal, and they say to me, "Well, I know it's confusing, but sometimes we front the money and then take it out of your account later." And I said, "What?" So I'm I guess I didn't, but I have two Mastercards linked to my PayPal and I guess I linked the wrong one that I don't use anymore. It's expired. So when I paid the $1000, they sent the $1000, then they went to go get it from my bank account or from my credit card. But the one I selected I guess was the expired one and it defaulted to my bank account. So it reached into my bank account for that $400, and it just says PayPal transaction. It has zero information as to what that, that transaction is about. And then I right. go into my PayPal history, and there's zero history that says $400. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, so that's why it's confusing. I was like, well, fuck. Okay, so now I go to the bank, and I'm trying to unlock everything, and I'm trying to get it all situated. So as of this morning – it is almost all situated with the uh, one thing being that I got to still pay the $400 to speculative fiction. It has been a nightmare dealing with this all week, but it is almost over. And I did, and I did get $22 from you today. Thank you, Bob. Correct. It has unlocked. I've been, I'm allowed to use my PayPal account now. I've been a good boy. And this is not an actual identity theft, I guess. It's not a what? An actual identity theft thing? Mm-mm. It's just you? Not at all. <laughs> yep. It's just me and my luck and the the, 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 the the cyclone of technology that surrounds me. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna continue it's on. You. So I'm so, home. In, in, 
And now that you say that about PayPal, I mean, pretty. I mean, I use PayPal a lot. Literally, probably as much as my primary, you know, bank. Yep. Anything outside of paying my actual bills, I isn't mostly done through PayPal. Right. Yep. And now that I think about it, yeah, oftentimes I will, I will pay somebody or pay for something with PayPal, and then like two days later, three days later, I'll get a, a notification that you've paid so and so this amount. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And so when I when I have when it, anything comes out of my PayPal, I get a Facebook message, a text, and a, an email, so, and no, and a PayPal notification through the app. So my problem was that it was like two weeks later, and it had no information as to where the money was going. It just said uh, PayPal transaction. Yeah, with no additional information. So, um, anyway, lesson learned. Um, I had another problem with PayPal. So, uh, I sold some uh, bottle openers, right? Okay. I, yep. cr I created nice shipping labels for them. I was like, this is going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, I don't have a printer, so I was going to go use somebody I knows. Uh, you a printer? Really? I thought you had a printer in your house before. No, yeah, I, I've had one from time to time, but they I feel like they break within a year, and I, we just have to buy another <laughs> one, and we haven't bought another one. Oh, it's like Chris and his like stack of like six printers in his basement. Yeah, well, I will tell you, I, I had a, I had a yes. Um, me and me and the printer almost came to blows the other day. It almost went in the yard, but my wife backed me down. I, so I am on record saying I don't think a piece of technology has been perfected since the VCR. Uh, everything afterwards has got flaws and issues. Sure. So. <laughs> I hate fucking printers. I hate fucking buying ink. It's a whole fucking racket. Um, I hate. Uh, I've got I've got some things to tell you about that that makes it a whole lot easier. But yeah, but but please s send me the cliff notes. Well, I mean the cliff notes is uh, Hewlett Packard does a program where um, they just send you ink when you need it, and it's it's like ten dollars a month. You can print as much as you want to. The problem is, is that I don't print all that much. Like I I think I would have so so far this year I would have used my printer three times. Okay, I'm playing devil's advocate. I love. I know people love that. Yeah. How many things have you looked at that you had to ship? How many things back? have I looked at? You know, uh, Robert D sent me this. Well, how does that get back to Robert D? Oh, 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 oh. Going. I've gone to the post office for sure. Okay. Um. So you, but you're saying that I could have just created the label at home and then printed it. Yep. You're right. You're right about that. And then just take it. Even if you still, you don't have to stand in line and wait on them to weigh it and rob you for more money than you need to spend. And yeah, I, I know oh, that. Yeah, it's pretty good though, right? I mean, it's it's close. It's like literally down the street and there's never a line, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a nice one to deal with, and they're very nice people in there. But I, you know, I, I also like I did all of these PayPal uh, shipping transactions for these bottle openers and uh, stuff recently. I got to tell you, hasn't been cheap via uh. Via what you call, it. but I'm not sure it would be any. I, I'm, I don't say that to say that it'd be any cheaper, cheaper walking into my post office, but it was surprisingly expensive. So okay, I, I, we're we're going to talk about this. Tell Let's me, do tell it. me, Bobby, you you shipped a bottle. Of, like, by the way, it's amazing when you tell people you have shit for sale know, that they buy it. I know, I know. It's like a goddamn blessing or a curse or both. Or yeah, I, I'm and I appreciate. It. I just I like. I just, I just, I just feel slimy doing. It. I, I, it's, it's, yes. Anyway, yes. You are. Only you think you are. Don't, you feel, are don't feel slimy because you're not doing cons this year to sell your shit. That's true. So people want to buy your shit, and you have shit to sell. So let's say you sold a bottle opener. How much did it cost to ship said bottle opener? Um. So I don't think. So here's the problem with that question. I think. I only like most people bought two. 
Okay. Um, and I got to tell you, I, I can't remember. I'll tell you this. A pack of coasters, seven bucks and some that's change. A, for priority shipping, yeah. That's that's about right. That's fucking crazy. Like, Well, how much did it weigh? Like, Ugats, it's like it's nothing. It's uh, so. If it's under if it's under sixteen ounces, you can ship it first class, and it's like four dollars. Yeah, I, was, I mean, and I probably should have just done that. I just, I'm always like, well, people, I to take care of the people, and it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I know, I that, that I could be smarter about shipping. I'm not good at it. I don't know my way around it. I'm usually in a fucking rush. Um, I don't know the hustle of it all. I feel like there's always like angles. Like I talk to you, or I talk to people that like use it all the time. Greg was another one. Um, and they're like, no, 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 you got to go through this, this, and then you click stamps.com and you select the Statue of Liberty and that gets you 20 cents off. And I'm like, God bless. I don't do any of that shit. I use the link I showed you and what we're doing now is using the Shopify store. So I just go in and say, click, 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 print, stick them on and fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that sounds awesome to me. Uh, and I, I mean, this one has been easier to be fair. It's just, it was surprisingly expensive. Um, so, I had to, uh, long story long, I was one hour late. You only have 24 hours to print the label, which is another thing I didn't know. Um, it is there. It's on the label. It's in small black print down at the bottom. I feel like it should be big red print up at the top, but maybe I'm, I'm, I'm a more simple man. So <laughs> Wait a minute. I, hang on. You're telling me PayPal says you only have 24 hours. Okay. You can go back into the transaction and reprint the label. Yeah, but when you go to back into the transaction and reprint the label, it says the time has exceeded to print this label. That's what I did. I think PayPal just says it has a flag on you for, for being dumb or something, Bobby, because, I mean, I use, I use that function. I've done that dozens of times, and I've never had it say, oh, you can't print the label again. No, not that you can't print it again. I can't print it after 24 hours. And it's a USPS thing. It's not a PayPal thing because I called it PayPal yesterday and we had to talk about that too. We've been on the phone a lot, PayPal and I, recently. Um, and, and they can't do it. They can't give you any luck. They can't give you any kind of leeway. 24 hours is 24 hours. There's a couple things that can't be done in this world. They can't put a man on Mars and they can't reprint a, uh, a label after 24 hours. These are the things that cannot be done. So I had to go back in and void all of them. And then go back in, and I got to make more today. And uh, I'm gonna go just buy another printer, um, you know. But uh, like, so I, I just it's been rocky. Um, and and the surprising news is that's been the good part of my week. So let me continue. I'm home today, and I'm gonna be home for a week because I found out at the old mopping gig that I was uh, had a primary exposure to COVID from two different people uh, without any PPE within six feet. Oh, boy. Um, the good news is it has been, as of right this moment, well, in, was 9.30, two and a half hours, it will have been seven days total that I have since my exposure, and I have zero symptoms. Other than this, other than this pain in my dick that PayPal's created, um, so that's the good news, uh, and hopefully it it continues to go that route, um, but you know just added stress and everything else, yeah. uh, and let's see, I saw Midsummer. Oh, have you not seen that before? I have not seen that before. What do you think? Trash. 
Yeah, it's just fucking crazy white people doing crazy white people things, right? Yeah, and it's for two and a half hours, dude, and it's like a lot yeah. of pans and chants. Like, that movie could have been an hour and 35 minutes and been probably pretty solid with a better ending. It needed a better ending. I mean, it was over... I, I was okay with the ending, but, like, I think it was overrated. Like, it was so hyped up at the time. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, I do. It came off the heels of Hereditary, which was great. Which was great. Um, Yeah. It's like it's like they kind of fell into tropes. They're like, okay, we need a dance, we need some chanting, we need a uh, person with a severe physical deformity. We, need, you know what I mean? Like, and they just check yeah. every box, but the story just isn't there. Nope. Um, nope. I so. mean, it was interesting at first, but then like it got it got. It I think it would have been better if it was shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, no, I mean, I, I, absolutely. You know what's it's, going on halfway through the movie? It's two and know. a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. One hour, one hour, forty-five minutes. I would have been. I'm like, all right. Do- let's. What are we gonna do tonight? We're gonna do Braveheart, or we're gonna do Midsummer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah. need to be that long. Um, I didn't. I'm trying to think if I did anything else. Uh, Pop Smoke's album went number one on Billboard Top 200, so I was happy about that. Even though I'm not crazy about the album, I was happy for the success of it. He he did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and his, and his, uh, his, uh, uh, the suspects, five suspects were arrested in result of his, his demise. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's, that's more good. That's weird that they ever catch that kind of stuff. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I guess that's what happens when you get killed in Beverly Hills. Like the neighbors are like, no, we're not going for this shit. You better find these motherfuckers. We don't want them anywhere (laughs) near this neighborhood ever again. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird to me because like as, as a child growing up, right, you get taught that you don't fucking commit crimes because you're going to get caught. But as you grow up and you have any kind of experience with crime, <laughs> like on, on either the dealing end or the receiving end, you realize that like bullshit just don't get caught. Mm-hmm. They just fall through the crack. Right? Mm-hmm. Even murders. Mm-hmm. Even murders just fucking, oh, no, no evidence can't find. That's it. Game it was, over. It was, you know? it was funny like uh, when the guy who shot Pac, like everybody was talking about that like on YouTube. Like, is this guy that did it and like still didn't get arrested for it? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it's weird. Um. I'm trying to think if I did. Oh, I got the I got the Marvel Legends Strong Guy wave. <laughs> Look, man, I got to tell you, there is nothing that has been quite as satisfying to me in the Marvel Legends line, at least, as finally having a strong guy, so to speak. Um, That's ridiculous. N- not that there's anything wrong with strong guy, but <laughs> to be so excited over strong guy, so to speak. I think that it's like. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like it's something I thought would never happen. Like it used to be a joke that they would say at like the reveals at San Diego. Do you know what I mean? They'd be like, um, you know, next year we got some exciting stuff coming. It definitely won't be a strong guy because we're never doing him. But you know what I mean? Like it was like that kind of thing that they did all the time. Yeah. And they've been do doing that for like, years. Do you think part of it is because of what his name was prior and they didn't want any smoke off of that? What was his name prior? His name was Guido. Oh, yeah. That's just right. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's Marvel Legends though they fucking make it every goddamn thing like you knew it was coming it's not like fucking third party oh no it's not third party it's not like Masterpiece Transformers where no one's coming right right like like eventually they'll get to every they'll get the random pedestrian for fucking Marvel Legends Morlocks yeah that would be a cool box set for an exclusive yeah I, I think there's I mean the, I mean it's, the well is huge but you know their production capability is bigger. Yeah, and I mean they're it's pumping just to out. and put out like twenty-four Iron Mans and fifty-six fucking right. Deadpool. That's that, 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 the production of new stuff. And Spider-Man's and Wolverines. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that like uh, that that they put out probably how many cases would you say or waves would you say they put out a year, Pinkerton? So I know, gosh, I think it, I think I, like, I counted it in 2018. They put out 175 figures. <laughs> counting, that's counting box sets. I mean, some of it was repaints, but if you wanted all in everything SDCC, all the store exclusives, yeah. it was something around like 175. And and I would imagine it's 200 now. So 200 times. I mean, you're spending four grand a year on Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. See, there was no way you're all in. Strong guy eventually. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so you, you know who's my next uh uh um, big want? Yeah, my big my, my big like they'll never make uh her in this case is Megan from Excalibur. You never know. Yeah, that's gonna be my my new push. I feel like if I if I play it like they're never gonna make it, then they I'll get it eventually. Seems to be the way it's going. Quite possible. Um, let's see if I got anything else. Um. You know, it's worth talking about. Like that, that fans toys wild rider. I swear, I'm I'm still not over that thing. That thing is fucking perfect. Um, pretty close to it anyway. That company's doing some interesting shit. Yeah, like like re-releasing shit and yeah. And it seems like it seems like limited runs. It's what it seems like. Um, it's very strange. Very. Did strange. you hear? Did you hear a rumor that they? Something about re- reissuing Dinobots? Yes. Yes, I did hear that rumor. Yeah. So if you got them and you want to sell them, now's the time, boys. Maybe. Yeah. Secondary market's going to tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I th- their business model seems to be exactly the same as Bandai right now, which, I mean, it's, it works out for Bandai great. Right. Like, release them with the figures that are, you know, top dollar, and then repaint, and then wait a while, and then re-release. So like you get a, you get to release it three times at top dollars, right? And then also keep your name up because it's you know, until until, because like after a while like for like with Bandai stuff now now I look at it when they have limited release I'm like it's gonna come out I just gotta wait you know what I mean right? Um so like but you know there's some people who still wants that that first release action so yeah, and I'll tell you like um. You know, pe- pe- you know, people are like like what's well, selling out? It's selling out. Like you gotta pre-order the shit. Like this is not the company you, you can you can't pre-order with. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to wait like three years for um, reprint. Right. It's just you can't you can't play around. So that's the way around that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, worthwhile or noteworthy. Uh, most of it has been um, problem. You know, just dealing with the bank, dealing with the PayPal. Uh, getting reviews done, getting videos done, uh, getting COVID, and, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> dude, uh, I will say this: Leia has been doing this thing recently, ma'am. We're like, she she says we're best friends, and like, so like, uh, she'll come down in the morning, and like, I'll be getting coffee or whatever. She'd be like, "Hey, daddy," and I turn around, and she's like, "Your best friend awake." <laughs> <laughs> like she's working she works me over like a she plays me like a heart from hell um i'm trying to think if there's anything else I, if, if there is i'll i'll bring it up i haven't really watched a whole lot i really haven't had a whole lot of time i did do some diorama work um i did uh like a really simple one but that's really effective but i can't talk about it right now um and yeah that's it let's go the opposite way today joe how was your nerd week Let's see. Uh, rest in peace, Grant Imahara. Just found out he died this morning. Yeah, I saw that too, man. That's, that fucking sucks. Brain aneurysm. 
Yeah, at 49. That's and he was like a chill, fucking calm dude. Give us the. Uh, I would have an aneurysm, not that guy. Give me the. Uh, give me. The, give me the the info on this dude. Give me the resume. He was, he was the Asian guy in MythBusters. He. I'm sorry. He was the Asian guy in MythBusters. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. He, I he's, you... he's a lot more than that, but like that's what most people know him. And like yeah. he MythBusters, he was like the engineer guy. He did BattleBots. Like you know, I don't know if you remember when BattleBots was out, Bobby. I don't know. When, when people like made like little robots that fought each oh, other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. when he first. That was that was like debut. But he did a lot of um engineering work for like um, props and like robotics for like even like Jurassic Park, Terminator, fucking yeah, a lot of shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, he did stuff for uh, Star Wars prequels. Oh no, kidding. Uh, robot work for Star Wars prequels for like the battle droids and stuff. I guess uh, I'm not sure exactly what, but I know he's credited for it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like that's a, like I I know it sounds dumb to a lot of people, especially people who don't, who don't fucking get it. But like representation matters, man. Like that guy, you know. Like not only do I like him a lot, like as just as a person. That, well, as a person you see on TV, and and anyone who's ever met him has always had nothing but good things to say about him. But you know, he also representing like my people's like, and I, and I think it's in and listen. I obviously can't share any experiences from from that point of view that you have, Joe. But I think it's important to see people of different creeds and colors in positions that are outside of the norm of of what you would expect for that. Yeah, yeah, that, I think to see uh, you know a scientist basically or or an engineer and you know I don't know. Yeah, it stinks, man. Yeah, man, it sucks. So, uh, thoughts and prayers to that guy and his family. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's see. I'm continuing on my um, listening to um, a no sleep creepy pasta to work. This week's recommendations are for search and rescue series, the Coast Guard stories series, and my property isn't normal series. Those three are all great. <laughs> and and my name is Lily Madwood. That's also a pretty good one if like you're more you if you're into the comedy aspect aspect of it. Comedy. It's about a nine year old girl who um can predict things like shortly before they happen and then like fucking bad shit always happens around her, so it's fun. He can see things before they happen. He can help you. He was meant to help you. To, uh, uh is that a Nicolas Cage movie? That no, that's uh Anakin. No, no, but that's a Nicolas Cage movie that, like, oh, my God. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's Chris. I don't know why I would think you would be the one who knows, but you know what I'm talking about? That was a movie with Nicolas Cage where, where he can see things happen right before they happen. I want to go on record and say um, I love that he thinks Chris would know. Continue. No, I, I've got the box art in my head. Um, right? I'm going to look it up. Nicolas Cage movies sees the future. <clears throat> Let me see what comes up. 2007 film called Next. Yes, that's it. Yes, it's like it's like he can see like ten minutes in the future or some exactly. shit. It's yeah, just like, yeah. And, and and it doesn't help for a lot of things because like ten minutes is not enough to fucking like you know change the thing. I think that's a curse, right? You you get to know bad things that happen, but like not soon enough to like do anything about it. Right, right. Ugh, that's fucking awful. Um, let's see. Um. I guess I didn't do too much either. 
Oh, Chris is. Uh, I don't know if we um, have said it on here, but like Krista was, is is going to be on a cover of Vampirella, and I ju- we just found out like she's going to be on three covers actually. That's awesome. Did, did we just, we was just she told just, back again. I have questions about this. Yes. Was she picked or did she submit? I have no idea. The photo- photo- photographer contacted her. So the photographer took the pictures. Uh-huh. The photographer probably submitted them, I'm guessing. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. I, That's fucking uh, awesome. Yeah. And, and I, Dude, and is, some, is somebody getting but paid? three covers, though. It's pretty fucking... Yeah. Is somebody getting uh, paid? Uh, uh, that, I, see, that would be my next question. I'd be on the phone with the photographer. Like, what's, your, what's the splits on this, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair... The fucking Universal Music Group of fucking photographers? <laughs> how much is the Varela selling? I, I don't even fucking know. I have no clue. I know my buddy. My buddy at the. Um, I know she's gonna get a few copies of each at least. I don't know how many. That's from cool. The studio and but I'm also reserving some with my buddy that owns a comic book store. He said for every twenty five, you get one virgin cover. You know the one without text on it. It's just a picture. So like that's I don't awesome, know. man. I love I love having something that you do kind of immortalized. You yeah, know, like there's, there's no like, like yeah, my pro- voice um, box art. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. Don't laugh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's something, it's like, there's no taking that back. That's yeah. something that always is there. You know, like, I, I love, I like, even though the Masters thing is like a, a joke, and even if it was fucking a fan's toys thing, I would turn it into a joke because I'd be uncomfortable about it. Um, It's the fact that, like, it's a little thing of like, man, I contributed something to it, and that's, that mark is made. You know, yeah. big or small, that mark is made. Word, like it's, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, congratulations to Chris. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, get you guys some copies. Not, not that you have to do anything with them. You can sell them. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'll frame one. I'll frame one and put it in the basement. Next to our other pictures. Yeah, that I got to do something with that corner. That's. I got I, I got something. <laughs> Is it piling up? It's it's just it's becoming it's becoming unsightly. I got to do something about that, but that's mm. that's further down the line. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean you you you're doing work. You're getting putting it in work, dude. It's in your whole and house in your basement like on the regular. It's getting closer and closer and closer to where I want it. Oh, I know. Th- I got reviews coming on uh, Patreon, but I got a uh, quick sidebar. I got the Storm Collectibles Injustice Doomsday and Lobo. Perfect, dude. Yeah, I figured. So it's another one of those things where it's like I'm not sure if I'm happy with them because they're good or if I'm happy with them because they're DC toys that don't suck. <laughs> well, or yes, it's the same thing basically. Yeah, but it's like I'm so used to buying shitty DC toys. You know what I mean? That like I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy fuck! Like Storm is his own thing now. You know? Yeah, I just hope that they 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 cut a wider swath. But I mean, no, just giant dudes. That's all you're gonna get. Right? <laughs> you're not. Don't worry about fucking Power Girl or Supergirl or Wonder Woman. Don't worry about that shit. Yeah, you can't even get a stealthy dude. Like you know, like you know what I mean. No. Like, they, like that just dude cool. must have some kind of complex, man. I, and like I say that out of, with all due respect, but he's he, like that dude loves to make a big dude. Hey man, you like what you like. Yeah, which is which is which is fine. But it's like, man, you got to diversity. Like you talk, everybody's talking about diversity. Like let's diversify Storm Collectibles a little bit. I mean, like as as a kid, like I'm not a kid, even. A, I used to draw, like you know, for fun, like, like comic book style stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody did. 
But like, I would always only draw big dudes, also. Right? And like to I this just, day, like I, I can probably put on paper like other types of figures, but like I can draw a big dude with my eyes closed. I used to draw a lot of dicks. <laughs> I remember that shit was super bad. Like I was yep. working on this big veiny triumphant bastard. <laughs> so let's look at it this way. Let's say that that a, a normal size storm figure is eighty dollars retail, and a big storm figure is a hundred dollars retail. The part counts the same, um, but you can charge twenty dollars more for the same thing. What are right. you going to do? Right, right. But, but it's but a business. I, maybe. But Big, like from from like in like inside inside information is this guy just likes big dudes. Well, well, I think it was more so that he doesn't like he doesn't yeah he, he doesn't, doesn't like to make, make female, female characters. Not that he's they're bad at it, right? Because we've had some female figures, right? Yeah, the Chun Li and Cammy, right? Yeah, yeah, but they just don't. That's not what interests them to do to design. It's like good. Grief. I mean, those those boats, I guess, right? Chun Li was a. She was a big girl. Yeah, yeah, but rightfully <laughs> so. Rightfully so. I mean, she was she was a uh, yeah. I mean, she's a thick girl in in game. But it's like here's my here's my DC shelf. They're like, "Wow, Doomsday, Lobo, Darkseid. Uh like this is a weird lineup." Here's my Mortal Kombat shelf. 1000 Ninjas, Shao Kahn, and Goro. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>, right. <laughs> Uh, hey, just be glad you got those ninjas, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Shao Kahn and Gord, fucking giant dudes. Giant dudes. And then we got a Mataro coming, right? Like the the horseman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't but, know, dude. I, I just... I mean, you, hey, man. An artist is an artist, man. You can't you can't tell what to do. No, no, and I, I'm not. I'm not, and I'm certainly not. But I am I mean, asking. I, I am asking. What they're doing is good. But they're good at what they do. Yes, but they are good at women, too. Yes, but they don't want to. Right, and I'm asking. I'm I'm pleading is what I'm doing, not telling. Pleading. All right, continue, Joe. I'm sorry. Um, talking about you making doing work in your basement. Um, uh, buddy came out to do my yard. It looks fucking great. <laughs> fucking did some weeding. Fucking like edged out the goddamn flower uh, flower beds and mowed it. It's fucking great. He's gonna come out again like next week. Like oh. It was money well spent, and it, I, I don't know how much like your artwork costs. Like I've never paid for it in my life, but like whatever he charged me, I see. I feel like is very, very good price. So I'm like, I don't even want to know what the real price of things are, just in case he's like overcharging me. <laughs> <laughs> but this seems very reasonable, especially with like the, the difference. I, dude, I never fucking. I have those. What those. What are those things called with a fucking wire that spins and then you? Well, it's a string trimmer, commonly known as a weed eater. Yeah, like people take those to the edge of the of the yard and like around yeah. the yeah, mulch. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I never, I haven't, I never use it. I just fucking hand push my shit right into the fucking tree. <laughs> but that part, that like, right, right over the curb. That's so, like, the that's the part I actually enjoy. That's kind of the fun part. It's like it's, it's like I don't know why. It's, I find it very rewarding that 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 uh, line trimmer or whatever weed wagger. Yeah, it's like lining up people's hair, right? I guess so. <laughs> so, like, my yard would be, like, cut. Like, when it's up to me, my yard, the grass would be cut. Sticks of weed would be coming out, and all the edges grass would be really long hanging over the curb. That's what my yard <laughs> <laughs> Very trashy, but, you know, fuck. Yeah. But now, I'm a yard guy. And got my house, more, more parts of my house painted. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, so like the main, the foyer, it's, it's fucking weird. Like we didn't want to do it because like our house is set up so that like when you're walking, there's a big foyer like that spans two floors. Mm -hmm. And that wall does not stop. It, it continues throughout both floors of the house. So if you start it, you have to just fucking paint the whole thing. Right. And like the ceiling is, I don't know, fucking like 15 feet up or some shit like that. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so we, we got a old Vietnamese guy come out and paint it. It looks great. So there's no more fucking peach, off-white, beige bullshit color in my house. Everything is gray <laughs> or blue, cold, like me. That's also for a very good price. And though there's only one room in the house that isn't fucking, that needs to be done, that isn't done, is in our bedroom. Nice. So, and uh, Roger Case got in touch with me and say shipping is resumed now. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, because like it keeps being touch and go with like things opening and not opening, and also manufacturing sh opening or, or shutting. But like, yeah, manufacturing is is been underway and shipping is resumed. So, nice. Mine's supposed to Maybe. come in August, September, but uh, oh. I might I might double check. I yeah, 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 just hit him up. Like he's responsive, you know. He, he fucking gets. Well, it's his wife that handles that. Like I've learned that. Oh, is it? Yeah. So like, uh, he handles the orders, order details, and build, and she handles like the logistics of dealing with like the customer service end. Like, uh, oh, I just hit him up on personal Facebook. Right. So I hit him up on oh personal Facebook. So I hit him. I hit Magic Case through the Instagram. Oh yeah, that's different. And then he he'll talk to me. I'm talking to him because like I get voice clips from him sometimes when he can't fucking text. Right. Well, I'll be talking to him too because I'll be like, um, "Are we still on track for May?" And he'll be like, "Hold on, I'll get you so and so, and she'll she'll update you on all that." And then the yeah. wife will come on and be like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's the she's the one who fires people probably right yeah, in, yeah, in that yeah. relationship. Yeah. But no, like hopefully my house will be done by the end of the goddamn year. I, I, I do. I've been here for like uh, uh, living here. Like I bought the house before I started living here, but I've, I've been living here for like over a year now. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm excited to get mine because it's the last big component of the basement, and then the the large components of the basement are completely done. Hey, hey, Chris. Oh, how long have you known Bobby? <laughs> Six I've, years. I've yeah, something, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. How many how many times has he said this is the last last part of the basement? So, I mean, I I don't even to the point now. Where I'm just like I just like oh whatever. So, <laughs> last piece of the basement so, since so, I fucking so, met him. So, first time I went into this basement, he's like, yeah, I'm working on this. This will be the last piece. So this is not the last piece of the basement, but it is the last big thing in the basement. Mm. The last like I like last big piece of furniture or big you know shelving thing or whatever like. Um, Are y'all hey, out there? Start a betting pool. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he had. A, I, I got. I got to check with him too because he was. Uh, you know, like he only works with like the white lights. You know what I'm saying? Like for the the spotlight or the strips, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. you know, and I want the I want the other kind, like the the house lights, um, just to match everything now at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said he was going to work on that for me, so we'll see. Because yeah, otherwise, it would it would be stuck. Right. Uh, lastly, I, w I was um, thinking about for whatever reason I was listening to something, and I, I felt myself start to get uh, you know, I get worked up easy, Bobby. Mm -hmm. I'm a passionate dude, and then and then I had to sit back, and calm myself down, and give. Nah, it's, like, it's not worth it to get worked up over 
listening to some shit on YouTube. It's like it's about fandom, right? I was listening to this guy talking about how he's a fan of stuff, and I'm, and and I was getting worked. I'm like, man, by the sound of you, you don't sound like a fucking real fan. And then I had to sit back and think about all the times we talk about, like, you know, if you if you say you're a fan and you like something, then you're a fan. Like, mm. you shouldn't be judged. Yep. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm, but then I I'm like, man, like that. Then your fandom is fucking skin deep because like, and I guess that's okay because for me it's like. It's not like I'm a better than you think, because you know sometimes some some nerds are like, oh, I know more than you, therefore, right, right, you right. know, they're trying to mask you, they're they're nerding. Right. But for me, it's like a almost like a disrespect thing. Like if I'm really into something and I'm like deep into it, and like you say you're a fan of something, and like you cannot. No, I I get it. Like, I get it. Property enough to say that you're a fan of it. You just like the way that shit looks. Well, there was like there was it, one of those guys that like you got. You, I think I don't think you can take it all at face value. And I do think that like anybody can do whatever the fuck they want, right? But yeah, yeah. but if you're not at a certain level of fandom, like every level of fandom, I think opens you up to a certain amount of tools that I respect, right? right. So if you're like an entry level person. And you want to share some pictures and some thoughts of your entry level shit. That's, I think, an appropriate level. Now you can do whatever you want. You're welcome yeah, to do yeah. whatever you want, but I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested yeah. in you giving a deep breakdown of the history of something when you just bought your first thing. Now, as you get on and on, then it opens you up to more tools that I'm interested in from you. But like you got to be careful about the shit because there was that one guy and you have to forgive me I can't remember his name at this point but he was one of those like big like fire Kathy Kennedy you know down with Disney the whole that whole thing yeah 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 and then like it came out that he wasn't even a Star Wars fan and like never had been and like wasn't really into it it was just a money maker because it was like trending on YouTube at the time right 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 so <clears throat> yeah so like it's just a business that man yeah so i don't think there's anything wrong with like evaluating the information that that's brought to you and then you making a personal decision as to like nah this guy doesn't get it the way that i get it and therefore yeah. i'm not interested in his opinion <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think like when people are like uh like like because like we have to be careful about so we don't want to judge right we don't want to be yeah judged. that's the thing that's why I, I, I try not to but at some point you have to, but some things you got to judge if somebody comes in, they're like, dude, I live and die for Star Wars. I live and die for it. Like, look at my collection of Jawas, and it's a whole shelf of Stormtroopers. <laughs> like, I have to judge. I have to. Right? Like, yeah. what, at what point is it healthy to judge? At what point is it reasonable to judge? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I guess, I guess you, even if you don't... I don't know. You have to judge for yourself whether it's, it's worth it for you to continue conversation with this person, I guess. That's what it is. Mm. Instead of judging them as fans or as people. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it doesn't make you, know you a what? bad person just because you don't know what a fucking Jawa is. Right, right. It's like, you do you, but, like, I, I can't talk to you. Yeah. I, I just, I hate when people take advantage of, the, of like, the culture, I guess. That's the, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I hate. When people, like, get into this shit because they see the money side of it, like, I'm going to, like, I don't give a fuck about any of this shit, I don't care, but I can make a YouTube video and trash whatever, and it's going to catapult me to a certain level. That's what I hate. So there was an interesting conversation on Breaking the Mold a couple weeks ago about, basically, 
there's there's some people on on YouTube that are they do toy they have a toy channel and but they uh, it would be Bobby if you if you decided tomorrow like I'm gonna buy all the Mythic Legions I'm gonna chase down every single one there is I'm gonna buy everything they have and I'm gonna talk about it on a podcast but I have no idea what I'm talking about right but but the people that follow me because these people have a decent following mm -hmm. are all about it. Well, two weeks later, I'm selling all these Mythic Legions. I'm going to give you guys the first crack at them. You know, to an extent, to an extent. Oh man, I was able to buy a Bobby Skullface. You know, something he right, had. Right, right. Yeah. And then, and then they buy. Oh, let's get all the let's get all the uh, the the Super Seven and He Man stuff. Same cycle, and it's just this cycle of ignorance, basically. <laughs> that they're, I mean, they're spewing bad information and, and misinformation. It, it just like you said, you know, di like uh, I think I think Dave mentioned this guy keeps calling him Dark Vader. <laughs> Dark Vader. <laughs> Yo, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And like it's it's Dark Vader because there's a business around it now, right? Like you know, and I'm all about entrepreneurship within the culture you know and 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 fans being creators i'm all about that yeah all about it but when you come in and, and are there for the buck you know and you're not yeah. contributing you're not making the fandom better with the services you're providing you're you're fucking actually literally and legitimately making it worse for something that you don't care about it's right. like it's like how we treat West, West Virginia. Information is not good. It's like how we treat West Virginia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we come in, we mine because there's money to be made, and then when the, when the money's made, we roll the fuck out and let them handle the fucking fallout from it. And then you talk yeah. trash about how they have no money. Yeah, so you pull everything out. Yeah, that's 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 what bugs me. Yep. Does it grind your gears? It grinds my gears. It really, grinds my gears. Really? Uh, what's another one? Really gets my something one of those gets my such and such it gets my it means uh, gets in my craw it's stuck in my craw is one but it really gets my gander gets my gets my dander up I don't know what it is I don't know what it is hey real quick yeah Joe yes sir Joe, I got one for you yes sir what do you call an herbal laxative that only works after sex what what is it what do you call an yeah, herbal what do you call and huh? What yeah? What, what do you call that? What do you call an herbal laxative that only works after sex? You yeah. call it hump tea, dump tea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, that, that's a that's a half Pinkerton original. I I heard the original joke layout. I'm like that. I can do better or worse. But here it is. Nice. I can improve this. I can, I can improve this and make it more cringy. Yeah. Good. No. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm. I'm Guitar. I'm just glad I remembered that all week to, to tell you. <laughs> and uh, and I've been looking more into um, 3D printing stuff, <laughs> but that's that's about it. Nice. That was a that was uh, I've read the um, shit. Well, I forgot the person's name, but someone wrote a nice long detailed message about our 3D printing discussion. And I did read all of it, and um, oh, that thing I sent the screenshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I want to say I'm not here to say it's like right or wrong. Like I think it's too complex to really just draw a line in the sand right now, and especially de depending the item per item. But yeah, I'm, but I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying people should be able to make, or just because they should or can make everything they want doesn't mean they should. But like I'm also not in in a place where I can say that that's wrong either. 
Yeah, I think I think everything with that stuff, and he made some great points. Yeah, uh, and thanks for writing it up. Uh, but I think that everything with that is a case by case basis. Yeah, like if if people are straight, you know, doing the same thing, then that's a little bit more. I take a little bit more issue with that than people contributing. You know, and we keep going yeah, back to kind of yeah. we keep going back to kind of the same things, but like the you know the people. Like if somebody makes a one for one copy of um, Jen Urso for Black Series, and then another, and then but like I have more of an issue with that than if they made like an Ugnot or if they made a um, you know a, a gun for Roadblock or you know a, a canister yeah. or something for a diorama. Like it's there's a I think there's a difference between contributing and and, and stealing. Well, and and, and this, it's just unprecedented right now because. Right. The, this is not. I mean, like, imagine if someone sculpted their own figure, right? Based based on something else, right? But it's right. not. It's not KO. You didn't re- recast that stuff. You looked at it, and you just so fucking skillful. You sculpted your own, right? Right. And then you fucking start making copies of your own shit, and you just start shipping it out for free. Right. If there's no money and being it, made. Right. right. Like it's. So it's complex right now because yeah, I agree. A, a lot of things right now with technology is we just have not fucking been here before. Right. So well, I mean, we'll we'll see how that shit shakes up. Yeah, and and hopefully continue talking about it because I think it has led to some pretty good discussion. Yeah, I mean, that's me wanting to fucking three D print stuff. Yeah. Are you how 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 um often are you using the printer, Chris? Still mass producing stuff? Yeah, so this, you know, this door project, each each door has four of those line head door rockers on it. And uh, I've actually I've actually put uh frosted flakes onto that. That's his his uh job is to to print those and got a little decent process set up out in the garage now with a I made a uh jerry rigged UV box. Uh I took the timing well Kelly did really took the timing out of that light. Um, that nail light we have, yeah. <laughs> so it just runs when oh, you plug dry. it in. It plug keep, it in, it's on. Yeah, they don't have to keep pressing the fucking button every five minutes. Right, and um, I found the I found a resin that um, the water wash stuff so expensive, but I found some some you know uh, just regular wash stuff. Uh, it's the Elegoo Gray. Uh, it doesn't smell hardly at all. Um, I mean, I've probably gotten it in my eyes at this point. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. I haven't that. Died but yet. but like um, Kelly had these little. I think it's called like a vegetable. It's it's like a little Tupperware thing, but inside of it, it's got a basket that fits perfectly. Oh yeah, it's like a salad toss. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, this thing's tiny. It's probably, it's probably, you spin the top right, and it fucking rotates the basket on the inside. It's it's not that complicated. I know what you're talking about. This literally is just like I mean, maybe a five by five by five thing, inches, and it's got a basket. So basically, you can kind of wash the items off by moving them up and down, and then you can pull them out in the basket. Um. And then put them in the UV, and you know we've got a little rhythm going there. But nice. that's really all I've been using it for um, of nice. late. It's a nice. It was just a fun little fucking uh, investment thing. We're like, let's try this shit out. It's yep. Real well. That's it. That's it. And you, you wasn't even touched for months. We got that shit for Christmas last year. <laughs> I know it was like, yeah, just it. It was that red resin, man, because it smelled so bad. I was like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with this. Um, but you know that it's an Elegoo gray. Um, no, no smell that I can detect. Uh, it's still in the garage, but um, yeah, just to be uh, safe, like you, know, you don't want to fucking. Yeah, have I really, it. I don't have. Just so you can't smell it doesn't mean it's fucking not bad for you. <laughs> right. I mean, I can't. I don't have room to put it in the basement, anyways. Right now, we have so much other shit going on down here. So, 
and um, that's about it for me. Nice. Uh, Crisco One Twelfth Collection. How, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> um, it. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember my week. Um, I know I watched some stuff. I finished watching Archer. Um, up to where they're at now, and I, oh. I guess they're putting out another season this year, at some point. <clears throat> so overall thoughts. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, nice. like it, it's funny. I didn't watch it for a couple of days, and I was like, I missed it. <laughs> nice. It's just so, one dumb fucking shit. It is. I mean, the, Love it. The, the last either two or three seasons, he ends up in a coma, and it's like they have an adventure in like you know, like uh, it's L.A. in the fifties, kind of a Hollywood Hollywood noir thing, and then they have uh, another season where they're like. Um, it's kind of got an Indiana Jones, uh, African queen riverboat vibe to it. Uh-huh. And then the, you know, this all hit, he's dreaming all this shit. And then the last one, they're in space. It's like, they're, it's like a hundred years in the future, but it all kind of ties together and it's all the same voice actors playing different roles, but it's the same, you know, right. Um, then the very last, you know, hopefully not spoil anything for anybody, but the very last thing he wakes up and his mom's been there the whole time. And, and basically it's a. You've been in, you've been in a coma for three years, um, and that's that was the end of it. I started watching another show, uh, and I struggled to find something to watch because it's I'll so start, to watch. I'll, I'll start something and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this. I like yep. watch five minutes. Like I, cards on the table. I've never really watched the Monty Python shit. Uh-huh. I tried to start one of them, and it's like I don't want to do this. <laughs> I just don't. I watched the one, the Knights one, uh, the Holy Grail. Well, that that's what it was, and I've I think I've tried to watch it three or four times, but maybe I just don't get the, the humor. Yeah, I know it's, it's British humor. humor. It's not my humor either, to be fair. But speaking of humor that doesn't necessarily, <laughs> not everybody likes. Um, are you guys fans of Zach Galifianakis? Uh, I, uh, I, I could take uh, a lead him. Yeah, the fat, the fat guy from The Hangover is yeah. probably on most people. I didn't like it. I watched his stand-up ones. I didn't like it that much. It so, wasn't that funny to me. I liked him in so that he, movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the road trip one, yes. whatever it was. Yeah, I did like the him in that. He has an an innate ability as a comedian, and and and, and I will upfront say I think it's lost to a lot of his audience or people who 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 watch him. He has an innate ability to be so ignorant to a situation that it's funny. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, I didn't even read this show's been on for, there's four seasons of it on Hulu. It's called Baskets. It's about, he's he is a guy who, it opens, he's in France. He's at a French clown school. <laughs> Doesn't speak French. Everybody hates him. Basically, there's a woman. He gets involved with this woman who... She says up front, I will marry you to get to America. I don't love you. (laughs) But he can't... He does not... He comes back. Um, His mom is played by um, male comedian Louis Armstrong. Okay, the fat guy? The fat guy, yeah, who is the fat guy with a wig and a moo on? Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it it plays perfectly. He's got a twin brother, which he plays that role as well. And then they've got his mom and dad had adopted twins, twin boys, um, two black 
guys that are our, our twin brothers and they're super successful they're like djs or some shit okay. well he's he's a struggling clown and the other brother is a he runs a um i don't know i i guess career training center you know like the old sally struthers commercials um uh where you know you can learn uh you can learn typing and filing and all this right, shit right. so yeah i mean there's but I'm I'm into the second season, but through the first season, like he ends up getting a job at a rodeo as a rodeo clown, and after like three days there, he's the head rodeo clown, and um he has to hire somebody, so he hires a juggalo. <laughs> like, but he has no he has no idea. I'm posse juggalo. Yes, a 35 year old man wearing face paint and has his hair in those. I don't even know what you call it. They're like. I'll call it the early Snoop Dogg haircut, where it's just like the the braids, but they stick out everywhere. Um, it, oh, it's just, I mean, it's it's so cringeworthy. I can imagine some people just couldn't watch it because it's just so. I like cringy. that shit that like, fucking Bobby would like. He loves that cringe shit. Yeah, I, I do love cringe. It, well, then then you'd like this because he's in some situations, and like, there's this woman who obviously is attracted to him, that. He is just blatantly against, but he like she drives him everywhere, and it's it's got a lot of layers to it. It really does. Right, right, right. It's very. I think it's very well written. Um, but anyways, I, it's what I'm currently the path I'm on. I watched, um, Indiana Jones episode four, um, Attack of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh yeah, you yeah. <clears throat> I hadn't watched that. I hadn't watched it since. I remember I didn't go to the theater to see it, and I watched it when it came out on video. And this was what 2008, maybe. Yeah, it's 2008. Because Kelly, I think Kelly and I were talking about it. It's a 12 year old movie. Um, it it wasn't as bad as I remember. There's a couple scenes and the things I remembered that was awful. Like you know, he's in the quicksand and they throw a snake at him to pull him out. I'm like, really? It's too too much of a gag. Um. But it wasn't as bad as, as, as I remember. And I remember there was a big stink about, oh, you got to bring aliens in. It's just so far-fetched. I'm like, well, you know, things from the Bible burning people's faces off, it's probably pretty far-fetched, too. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's not really that outside the realm of realm, realm of, of, what, uh, of what's going on, you know, in the other ones. Um, I thought it was fine. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I didn't, like, I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was, you know, as bad as what a lot of people... I think it's like old fans that you know want specific things. Yeah, I, I liked it when I saw it. You know, I, I only saw it in the theater. I haven't seen it since, and I too would like to rewatch it. But I've always thought, man, that that movie uh, is hated far more than it should be. I don't think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread or anything. But. No, it's not. It, you know, it it lends a lot to, um, it lends a lot to you know wanting to know more because you know they talk in there about how him and. I don't remember the guy's name, the British guy that is like a double agent or whatever in there about them having, you know, all these adventures during World War II. And we've never we never saw that. And I don't guess we will at this point. But, right. you know, I was like, man, that would have been some cool shit to see. And how did he get from being Dr. Jones to a fucking spy? You know, there's a story there, too. Right. So, right. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe maybe Kathleen Kennedy will flesh all that out at some point in time for us. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. No, I can't really say. I'll watch, oh, well, we watch Wheel of Fortune almost every night. And last night was the two, the dumbest people I've ever seen on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like morons. 
some of I the answers never... they did. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as well, fortune is like the 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 less intelligent version of Jeopardy for me. Because that growing up it comes I remember like at six thirty is Wheel of Fortune and then seven o'clock is with Jeopardy and I had to turn it off because I never understood what the fuck they were talking about in Jeopardy, but I could guess letters. Right. Um right, that's right. fair. That's fair. Um it, I don't think of I can't think of anything else. Oh, I have a funny story to tell you. So um Kelly made breakfasts for dinner the other night. And she makes this bacon. I might have talked about it before. It's she bakes it and puts like um, brown sugar and all this shit on it. It's fucking. It's like basically like candy by the time it gets to the table. Right. Or she made a lot of it, and the kids didn't really eat much of it. So I'm am just sitting there. We're sitting there after dinner at the table, just kind of bullshitting and watching TV, and there's just pile of bacon in front of me. Well, who am I to leave bacon? Sure. I ate. Um, I don't know how many pieces of bacon, but a lot of bacon. I woke up the next morning, yesterday morning, and it felt like. My mouth. It felt like my mouth looked like one of those like really old men with false teeth that are out, and it's the old mouth sucking in. Ugh, ugh. And I, I, and I never wake up like, oh my god, what's wrong? So I drank like two big glasses of water, and I got to thinking, I'm like, there's all that fucking bacon. And then the, and then the, then the, then the, the hydration of of that sodium caused other things to occur to my body. <laughs> it was a sh- it was a shitty day, boys. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you lost fat. Yeah. Yeah. That. It runs through you. Yeah. Like Hulk, it ran through me like Hulkamania ran through the eighties. Mm. Brother. Mm. Yeah, we're too old to be eating like that. I know. I know we are. So maybe one day I'll get my shit together. But I think that's it for me. I can't think of anything else. All right. Uh we do have a little bit of news to kind of cover. Nothing crazy. But uh one thing that I wanted to talk about was uh this Sentinel. Oh yeah. The Haslab Sentinel. Uh I think it's beautiful. Uh, it's very well done. Uh, it funded quick as fuck. <laughs> it funded in like four hours. Who doesn't <laughs> want to send a note, right? So I think, uh, well, all right. So I think of the three things they've offered, the sail barge, the Unicron, and this, and Cookie Monster, I guess, <clears throat> that this is probably the most... It's the easiest on the pockets. Yes, that's that helps a lot. It's kind of the most essential for a collection yep. of the three, and, and it scales and it scales perfectly. It's the first offering from them to scale perfectly. Does the Bosch not scale perfectly? No, hell no. It's too small, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's, I mean, it's it, it's well close enough. You know, nobody. I wouldn't even fucking want like the twenty foot one or whatever it would have to be. Wait, it, oh, hang on. Even even at eighteen scale, it's still way too small. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't guess I realized that. Um. So it's like, <clears throat> it's it's marketing wise, what it's trying to do. Now we can't talk about the build and all those sorts of things, but it's perfect. It's the first perfect thing they've offered. It's it's sculpted accurately. It's per, scale wise, it's perfect. It's you know the deco's perfect. The the upgrades that have become unlocked are all smart. You yeah. know the broken face one, the mastermind one. Um, you know the it kind of female sentinel character. Yep, yep. It goes and hand in hand with the Nimrod that's coming out. Nimrod. Yeah, they're probably. I was looking this morning, and they'll be at ten thousand today. Yeah, no doubt. Like Brink shared with me a graph. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We, we did the we did the graph last night on End of the Realm. Yeah, the the, the like just looking at the arcs, the numbers. It's so vastly different from the other two offerings. Yeah. So this is I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's at nine thousand nine hundred sixty four backers. Um, are they gonna cap it? Or are they just gonna? No. It's got 40, 41 days left. Well, here's the thing with reduction, though. Like, there is a fucking hardware limit. You can't fucking use a mold forever. At a certain point, they'll... It would degrade. Make another mold. I mean, I would imagine... It has to be worthwhile for them to make another mold. I'll, uh, but, I mean, how many bucky caps have they used? You know what I mean? Um, so $3.4 million so far. And apparently this has, like, 260 part count. It's a huge part count on this thing. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm getting. I mean, his fingers are individually articulated and all that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely go in on one. I, I, there, there's a part of me that wants to go in on three. Not going to do it. But there's. A- uh, yeah, I'm there with you, Bobby. I'm. I'm. I'm going in at least on one, just because it's. I don't know. The, the size of it's just ridiculous. I'm. At I might a, get two or three. It depends. I'm at a point where I'm all. I'm. I'm buying for my collection almost as much as I'm buying for my space. So I think a couple of years ago, I would have got at least two. One for Master, yeah, Master Mold. Three is the, like, the magic number for Sentinels. Yes. I feel like they show up in three also. Um, but now I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, no, I want the Sentinel in the middle of Thanos on one side from Hot Toys and uh, Hulk on the other side from Hot Toys. And that will fill this particular space and that'll be done. Um, but then the only other problem is, uh, I'm sure a Galactus will come one day. Uh, oh, they keep saying that, you know. Yeah, he will come. So, yeah, I mean, uh, congratulations to fucking Hasbro. Uh, like, it's their third. Like, they're they're playing. I'm, I'm waiting for them to do something for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers just so I can sit out. <laughs> I I don't think that they're gonna. <laughs> Why? What, like, what? The line's super successful for them. They're doing the helmets now, um, which is something Bandai never did. Um, yeah, of course they're doing. Wondering what they wouldn't make that. I mean, like every all the. Yeah, what, what would they make? What about one of those big monster things? They one of the big suits. You know, like one of them uh, big monsters and big mechanical monsters, Joe. That you know the ones. I got just got one of them. Triceratops. Um, <laughs> one of them's a um, woolly mammoth. <laughs> those, those, those are the robots, and they're the good guys, and they make them already. Yeah, the Zords. Oh, they are. My thing of saying, is wait, wait, wait. What they make is that they already make everything. There's they, nothing that they don't make. They already make them in one twelve scale. I don't know what the fuck scale they are. See, that's the thing. Is like they. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. Let me be. Let me be a hundred percent forthcoming. I have no fucking clue because I could give a fuck less. But I've seen like the Bondi ones and stuff, but they're like small. Like they won't fit like the Hasbro figures, that, you know what I mean, by any stretch. I mean, they, 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 you, they will, you can't make them to scale. Like all, like well, you can't make the barge. The you can't make to... you can't make Unicron to scale either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But like you have Power Rangers. I guess they're are they one twelve. I guess they're one twelve figures. They're around one twelve size. But like you can't make five of them fit into the head of the fucking robot and then make the robot like scale. That would be like the size of you. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like look. I don't put. I mean, obviously, it won't scale properly, right? Same way Unicron yeah. won't in the barge won't. But I don't put anything past this Haslabs shit at this point. Yeah. I just don't. They seem extremely ambitious. Because I feel uh, they're making things that normally wouldn't be made. Correct. Like so, like the, the that's the only caveat is like they 
there isn't. I don't think there is a Power Rangers mer, mer, uh, that's not represented in some merchandise. No, but but I mean, but nobody's made this before. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think that's the thing. Like, um, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do it. I'll be honest. Not because not because of the scale issue. I think they can overcome that. I think they're not going to do it because I think GI Joe is going to be their focus. Um, it seems like. Oh yeah, the the fucking ship, right? Probably. I think there's going to have to. They're they're going to have to get some more. Uh, product out in the market for GI Joe before I think they'll do anything from mm-hmm. a Haslab standpoint. I mean, there's five figures out now. There's another maybe ten on the horizon. Yeah. So, but it seems super. It seems super popular. So I don't know. I mean, I I, I feel what you're saying though. I, I think that it, it would probably be a more liberal choice as, as opposed to a conservative one because of the limited you know the limited run so far. But it does. Yeah. But it does seem like a really like the 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 excitement seems palpable regarding yeah, it. It seems like they're doing a good job building it right, right now. Right, like they're beginning on a stage of building something greater. What do you think they would do? For the yeah, Joe. Yeah, they talked about this last night. I think I mean, my I think they do one of the big jets, the Sky Striker, yeah, or the Night Raven, um, because I mean the, the they're not going to be able to do like the the playsets, the flag, or the headquarters or anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I say they can't. Who knows? I mean, it won't scale. <laughs> right. That, that, but I mean, I think... a, a USS flag at twelve scale would not fit the length of my basement. No. <laughs> I mean, it, obviously, the one in in eighteen scale is nowhere near scale, anyways. But yeah, you, know, you could park like four jets on it. I think. Yeah, I, I I don't think they will see the flag either. But I think that like, uh, I think it's feasible to to save one of the jets. I'm trying to think because the, the the issue that I run in with thinking about GI Joe is that like a lot of the vehicles I can see them doing, like just right standard his so tank for sure. The his tank they could do the the Ostriker, the Vamp, the Cobra right, version right, of the right, Vamp. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, the Ostriker is the dune buggy kind of Jeep that has okay. the suspension. Yep, 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 yep. The Vamp was the first Jeep that came with clutch. Okay, and then they did a Cobra version of that in black. What about the one that split that had like three wheels or whatever? Like the Cobra one split at the front. Do you remember that thing? It was like it was mm. two sections of it, kind of. They they just like split like a pair of legs, like it was like spreading your legs, so mm. to speak. Like if you were laying on your back, the thing would like spread its legs. Well, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? Not right off, like a snowmobile um, looking thing. It was black because uh, it was a Cobra vehicle. Let me see here. Uh, it was cool as fuck. I don't. I mean, it sounds stupid when I say it, and like in, in my head when I'm trying to imagine it, it kind of looks stupid. But like, uh, <laughs> but I remember thinking. Oh, I see that. So the the back swung open and it had like different gun turrets on it. Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, the no, it was the front that split open. Um, or maybe that is the front. Maybe it's just the odd. It was the stun. It looks like it's the Cobra stun. Yes, yes, that was it. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could they could do that. They could do like um um the uh, Thrashers. I think that's the right dreadnought. He had that. You know, vehicle. I mean, they're all going to be. Well, how much like is that snow speeder? Is right, about hundred bucks. Fifty bucks. How much is that snow speeder? I think it's around hundred bucks. Is it really? I think so. I didn't think it was that much. So, well, how much was um? How much was like Luke in the uh, pajama jammy jam Luke with the the um? That was thirty four. I think that was around fifty. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of little vehicles they can do. You right. know, they right. that was the cool thing about GI Joe is, yeah, the figures are like three or four dollars, and then you could get like for ten bucks, you could get like the Trouble Bubble and like the right, right, you know, right. they had the the motorcycle that had the sidecar with the fucking railgun on it, which that, is that, that shit crazy if you think about and it. And that helicopter that offered absolutely no protection. Right, the Cobra, the little Cobra Chopper. Yeah. you know, there's there's a ton of stuff, and I think they'll dip their toes into that to see how it does. Mm-hmm. Before they'll go HasLab with anything. Yeah. So, what do you think is going to be the next? Uh, what's your guess on the next franchise? I don't know. I mean, I, I you'd think that they might do something twelve scale uh, Star Wars. Um, oh, that's a good one. What do you think? Like, um, I don't know. I feel like we run into a similar problem there, where it's like like an X Wing, maybe. Yeah, but I almost, I don't, yeah, I almost feel but like I, I could get away with an X Wing at retail. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, probably right. Like, I mean, I, I I bump into the same problem I bump into with GI Joe, where it's like some stuff doesn't seem quite big enough for Haslab, and some stuff seems too ridiculously big for Haslab. Do you know what I mean? I'm right, like, like the Defiant Space Station. I don't imagine they're going to try to do that. <laughs> right. or, or, or the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, eh, probably too yeah. much. Um, I mean, that's the way to go, though. I feel like you can. That would definitely sell that. Yeah, the Falcon would sell. I just don't know if they could make it cool enough. At, at, you know, would have to sacrifice the scale and and be able to subsequently make it cool enough to get right. You know, the interest is. It would be tricky. I think it'd be real tricky. Um, yeah, yeah. Then smart ways to just stay with like the comic book properties because there's so much shit to choose from. Yeah, I mean, I think Galactus. Uh, I know a lot of people want that Blackbird from X Men. Yeah, Blackbird, yeah. But, Blackbird uh, for sure. I'd rather have the Galactus for sure. Uh, Fing Fang Foom. Would you pick that up? Fang Foom. Dragon. No, I'm good on that. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I don't need a thing. Something else. Yeah, I think I'm good on Fing Fang Foom. Oh, I got more bad news. So you know, I was gonna get that uh, quarter scale. Was it Prime One or I don't fucking I can't keep track of it. The 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 Daenerys from Game of Thrones with like the three dragons all around her. And I was like, man, like the last season of Game of Thrones, people were kind of lukewarm to cold on. Like you know, it'll probably there'll be plenty of these around. So I went and checked it the other day. I'm officially now on the wait list for it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because there'll always be the fucking fan, like the diehard fans. Mm. I mean, those are the people who are going to buy fucking core scales anyway, and like a shitty last season ain't going to fucking change that for them. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was pretty bummed out about that. Also, hopefully it'll work out. But I, I've I've never had a wait list not work out. To be fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, someone always backs out. It depends on how far down you are on that wait list, right? Yeah. But there's a you know there's a hey, there's a first time for everything and 2020 has definitely been the first time for a few things. <laughs> um, That's right. Okay, so uh, all apologies. Uh, I, I kept this in there for Joe because Joe, I know you're a Dungeons and Dragons player. Yes. Um, did you read this article about the cultural sensitivity warnings on the legacy titles of Dungeons and Dragons? Um, as, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so I probably didn't catch anything that was put there. Okay, so it says here, uh, in a series of posts, Wizards of the Coast announced that a disclaimer has been added to several legacy titles on our partner distribution sites and explained the reasons behind the decision. There has been scrutiny over how certain Dungeons & Dragons races, such as the Orc, the Drow, and the... Drow. 
In the Vistati? The Drow or Dark Elves. In the Vistati? Do you know them? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. V-E-S-T-A-T-I. Have been portrayed in ways mirroring real-world racial stereotypes. Yeah, I mean, even in world, in lore, they, like, you know, treat it sub... Uh, well, let me let me let me let me finish this, and then I would like to I would I would like to, for you to educate me on it, just because I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, it says the post ended with a plea for civility among Dungeons and Dragons fans, urging. Lastly, we want to make it clear that we condemn the harassment or bullying of those raising their concerns about our content, past or present. D and D wants to be an open, welcoming, and inclusive space. Simply put, we messed up, and we're sorry. Uh, thank you for continuing to use your voice so that we may continue to make meaningful change. So. Explain the drow and the orc and what racial stereotypes they are lining up with. Well, I mean, as we know, like things made in this 80s or prior, a lot of times just aren't okay now. Correct. You know, even movies. We talk, we talk about a lot about like, uh, would they make this movie today? You know what I mean? And yeah, like yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. when you watch these older movies and like you obviously know you get uncomfortable because the way people are portrayed is not okay. Correct. Yeah. So, like, and well, drows are like dark elves, and they are mostly bad guys that lives in the uh, in the underworld, like a whole world underneath. And they're I don't I don't I don't know if that that's the right thing for them to do, like to to say this because a, a lot of the role playing aspect of D and D right mirrors real life stuff, and you you. You get into it being able to discuss or talk or like role play out maybe like real world type situations, but not not talk about you know real races, right? right? Because there's there's racism in D and D where one race doesn't get along with another race. Sure. I mean, just like in uh, Mass Effect. Sure, right? sure, that? sure, sure. So like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if. Yeah, I, I don't know if they needed to, to say that. Yeah, I guess my question is like as a as a fan of it, have you ever like, you know, been been playing been playing a playing a little ditty and and said to yourself, "Man, these Vistati, they're an awful lot like the Norwegians." <laughs> Do you know what I mean or or I I and because like I I know that like Games Workshop, Games Workshop has even said like that the the Space Marines are kind of inspired by the Roman legions and you know what I mean? So they're well, one of them, yeah, well, they were originally, and then, like, each, like, race had their own fucking thing. Right, like, right, right. The Asian ones and the black ones, and then... Right, but I mean, in, in their initial in their initial kind of conception, just like when, when when the two guys or whatever they were were sitting around saying, let's yeah, make yeah, a yeah, game, yeah. Space Marines are going to be like the Roman Legion and orcs well, or whatever. The, or, well, orcs in D&D, as far as I've ever had experience, feel like stereotypical negative depiction of black people. Really? Yeah. Is it because of a tribal element, or is it or like? See, I, I just find it so strange. Like you never read into the lore. That's right? true, one hundred percent. I'm you know, ignorant. I'm super ignorant of all this shit. Let me be one thousand percent on upfront about all of that. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, it's for you. It's just the visual. You know what? Like when you watch Lord of the Rings, you know what an elf is. You know what an orc is. Correct. You know? But I do have orc goblin confusion in Lord of the Rings sometimes. But yes, goblins are smaller. Correct. But sometimes yeah. I'm like, is that a work or is that a goblin? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, as as far as, like, I don't know. Unless you're, like, in a fucking racist group of players, you don't fucking dwell on that shit. Right. What about the drow? 
I don't know what there are specifically like specifically real life analogs of them. Right. I guess that's the thing is I, I just don't, I, is it one of those things where we're searching? Like you say, like when you guys are sitting around playing, nobody's sitting there saying like, man, this feels fucked up because this feels like a bad stereotypical view or, you know, an ignorant view of a group of people. Or is it, is it, is it something where people are looking too deep into it? Like, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think they're looking too deep into it. I, I think when we, with lore and stuff when you read it you just you just give it a passing um acknowledgement in your head it's like oh yeah that that's very similar to gotcha you know to what what it is in real life but uh, but but we can't think of anything but we can't think of anything for the drow i can't off the top of my head no and we don't even know what the fuck of a statty is i i don't know if i'm I'm gonna look up i play dnd but i'm not like that deep into the lore i play a long time and like i know the basics and the basic lore but that dnd goes deep very oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been around for fucking ever, right? Um, and it's like, and it's it's kind of unfair. I feel like that is it's it's like the common thing that's used, you know, to like, like you're like, oh man, like I, I like Star Wars, like oh Dungeons and Dragons over here. I mean, because Dungeons and Dragons was popular in the '80s, and yeah. it was actually not a nerd thing for a bit. It was like an actual thing to do for like a normal person, a normal kid, I guess. So, I mean, I played. Yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons in the eighties. Yeah, it, it wasn't weird. I, I don't think I played it since, but it became weird. So here's a funny thing. So I just put in Vistati mm-hmm. in a Google search. The first image is from the site that we're using to reference this conversation. The second image is from a different site used to reference this conversation. The third image is from a fourth site used to reference this conversation, and is a picture of the Avengers. <laughs> the fifth image is a woman in a bed of flowers, but also used to reference this conversation. The sixth one is a giant snake, also used to reference this conversation. But there's no, like, all of the things regarding the Vistati are specifically in regard to this new information. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't know... I don't know all the creatures of the time. I had this shit ton of them. But the Vizadi sounds familiar, but I can't think of what they look like. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a thing where, like, if you're in D&D, like, if you're the dark-skinned version of something, you probably live underground and is a bad guy. Which is, you know? which is, which like, is kind like of... The, like, regular elves, and then you have the dark elves, and then you have the regular dwarves, and then you have your Demurge, which is, like, dark dwarf, and then they fucking live underground and they're bad guys, too. Which kind of seems backwards, right? Because, like, they would be paler, you would think, from not getting enough sun and... Right, but you know, <laughs> um, but uh, you, you know, it's, it's well. Chris doesn't play anymore. I don't. I've never. I haven't. I never watched the cartoon. I have no. I didn't even watch the Jamie Jamie Fox movie or whatever it was. Was it no? It was a Marlon Marlon um, Marlon Wayans. Somebody that it was, even happened. It was Holy somebody man. from In Living Color that was in that fucking movie. Um, it was Kim Wayne. It was Kim Wayne. Wayne. It was Kim Wayans and um. um Swerve wasn't that I don't know. <laughs> so I never I never watched the movie. I, I I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. I did have the little multi-headed red dragon toy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. Do you think Joe is the only person really involved in this shit that is the right call? Um, I don't think it was necessary, okay. but I don't think bad call. Okay, just put it out there. Just like I, I can imagine, you know, a lot of like. Uh, Clint Eastwood movies where you're just fucking slapping women around and dragging them into the barn to fuck them. Like, you probably want to put a disclaimer before that. That's, you know? 
I mean, I guess if it's if it's I don't know. I mean, like if, if, if as long as it's aptly rated, I feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because like, if they they those movies and those scenes are made back then because it's it was normalized. Mm. It wasn't like. But I guess I don't. I don't want to show up to. Not like now. I don't want to go like show up to see a horror movie about a slasher film with a bunch of teenagers getting killed in the woods by a masked man, and at the beginning be like, "Look, as a heads up, there's going to be some violence against women in this thing." It's like, yeah, probably, and men too. And no, no, no. I mean, just, just, just for uh, retroactive things. Right. Right. This we're, is what he's doing. Like the, 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 only the legacy books. Only, only like. Right. 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 Where it seems out of like three point five and up. Where it seems out of touch with the current standard, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will take your word for it. I trust your opinion in regard to it because I don't know shit. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just, it's just gut feelings with my, me either. I'm not a right. fucking foremost authority on, on social justice or nothing. <laughs> so then the the last note that we have is the Batman Begins is beginning, uh, which is the Robert Pattinson is going to be a prequel film. Uh, we're not sure if it's going to be a prequel in universe. Or if it's just going to be a prequel to the idea of Batman, but he's, I don't even think he's called Batman yet in this movie from the, from the, the limited reading I did, um, which I got to tell you, he was always Batman from day one though. I thought, right. Me too. Uh, but let me, let me, let me, let me not be, let me not guess. Let me read. Um, so, according to Variety reporter Justin Kroll, the series will explore the, orig- the origins of the Batman's Gotham, offering insight into how it became such a corrupt and crime-ridden city, uh, while the DC Extended Universe film will feature multiple villains from the Dark Knight's rogues gallery, including Riddler, Penguin, Carmine Falcone, and Catwoman, as well as Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Gordon. It is unclear if any of these actors or actors will appear on the series. Oh, but that's the HBO Max. Following the recent announcement of the Batman, director Matt Reeves and Boardwalk Empire creator will helm a spinoff TV series. But what do they say about this fucking thing? Dude, I fucking hate comic book news. Yeah, this isn't even about the fucking movie. This is about a series coming to HBO Max. So it's going to be another Batman TV series. It's a spinoff from the Robert Pattinson movie. So is he going to be in it? What? Yes. So following the recent announcement of the Batman director, Matt Reeves and Boardwalk Empire creator, Terrence Winter will helm a spinoff TV series for HBO Max. It is now being reported that the show is going to be set before Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne takes up the mantle of Batman. So it's like Gotham for adults. I'm not oh. interested. I'm really I'm I'm a Batman fan and I'll probably watch it, but I'm not interested. Like I'm tired of seeing this fucking story. I want more Batman at the height of being Batman. You know, kind of like to be fair, what Marvel's done with a lot of these characters where like you just jump in with them being them. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You don't need to see the origin. You everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Yeah, he was immediately Spider-Man when the movie started. Correct. I mean, we did get some origins movies though. Yeah, no, no, I know, and and but but to be fair, I'm good with an origin movie here and there. Like if you're going to introduce fucking uh, Hawkman, give me an origin. Yeah, but like I don't need to see Batman's origin. Ones. Correct. Yeah, especially ones that have been in the movies. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, so that's that's about all I got on that. We do have a couple questions. Uh, we have one that was sent to us via Twitter, so I am going to pull that up. Uh. 
All right. So it was from. Oh, real quick. What do you guys think about uh, Comic Con being done digitally? It's better than nothing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of anime that kind of been doing that. Like, <clears throat> they would normally have a presentation at at the cons or having their having their uh, presentation at the time that they would have normally have, except online. Right. Um. So shout out to Passive Bear, uh, Passive underscore Bear on Twitter. To be fair, he says. Thanks for the great episode and keeping work from home life sane since the butt ice has hit. Is there anything that used to be important that no longer is? Like a life priority shift where trivial things you used to hold in high regard no longer are that important? Due to COVID, I'm guessing. Say it one more time, Bobby. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. I didn't catch all of it. Um, Is there anything that used to be important that no longer is? Like a life priority shift where trivial things that used to hold in high regard are no longer important? Hmm. I don't, I don't think so. Cause like, not for me. I'm, I'm different though. Like most, of, most things aren't important to me anyway. To I'll tell you. Well, for me, it's like <laughs> I have a lot of shoes. <laughs> and I've like, I've literally wear the same pair of Adidas Ultra Boost every day. Like they're literally about worn down, the, about worn the continental rubber off the bottom. But like, I, I, I don't, I'm never gonna wear these shoes again. Right. I, I just, I'm not. And th- and I, I, I like shoes. I still look at shoes. I still know what's coming out. But it's just like, why? I mean, I'm not going to display them on the wall or anything and look at them like that. But I don't know. I mean, just in clothes in general, it's like I, I like I, you know, occasionally would just buy a shirt here and there. And I don't think I bought, I think the only clothes I bought since this was um like Mezco's had t-shirts included. Figure <laughs> 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 releases. <laughs> and it's just like, I just, can't be bothered. I'm like, well, like today, I have on cutoff sweatpants and a t-shirt with paint all over it. I don't fucking care, and I'll, I'll wear this to the store. <laughs> I don't care. Maybe my my I don't know priorities around that is what's changed. Um, I think from from my mine's almost the opposite. Like, uh, I don't know. There is a couple things. Like right before COVID was coming. I started kind of taking a little bit more pride in how I looked walking out the door. And now I definitely don't give a shit again. <laughs> right. Um, but for the most part, I think my experience is the opposite. There's a lot of things that I think I took for granted and should have put higher on my priority that I didn't. And now I regret that. You know, like I miss having people over. I miss... um you know, like kind of things that I, I just took as a normal, like my door would be unlocked and throughout the course of the day, three or four people might stop by and just walk in and out. Like you're just sitting down in the basement and you're like, oh, what's up? So, so like, you know, like, um, and I, I, I'm not sure if I realized just how, uh, much that meant to me, um, prior to this, but now kind of not seeing people and, and not having those interactions like now I, I i definitely will try not to take advantage of them or not or take advantage take them for granted again mm, yeah um and aside from that i'm not sure if we have uh uh any more questions let me check real quick through the uh <clears throat> through the email um and we have a little bit of conversation that we can have because we got a little yeah bit. i remember it was last week you had a, a um discussion that we didn't yeah. want to um Okay, here we go. 
Uh, Kevin R. Shout out to Kevin R. He says, hey, guys, no disrespect because I love you guys and America. But during the first 20 minutes of Hamilton on Disney+, Plus, all I could think about was Bobby's Eminem impression as I watched it. <laughs> I turned to the wife and asked her, does this sound like a bad Eminem impression to you as they rap instead of talk? She laughed, and after a few minutes, we started watching Netflix Unsolved Mysteries instead. Side note, one of the mysteries took place in Missouri, where I'm from. <laughs> uh, oh, side note, I watched two or three more of that. So. How, how is it? I only watched still the first one. Um, They were good. I mean, it's more of the same. I'm trying to remember the Missouri one. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts on the Hamilton musical. Maybe I'm the only one, and it's just not my thing. I do love metal, the hard gangster shit, and 90s hip-hop, so I'm curious on your thoughts, Kevin R. Um, I haven't seen it. I, 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 I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm probably never going to see it because I don't like musicals in general. I don't think I've ever enjoyed um, a musical unless you want to count some of the Disney films as musicals. Um, Favorite. But like generally speaking, like like I know that Hamilton is specifically musical heavy. Like it, the musical side of it is heavy. So like it's just I can't get into it. I can't. Like sound of music, even I can't like I can't get into it. Like it's something it's something about the suspension of disbelief. I think that's why it works for me on Disney because it's a fucking cartoon, so I'm not really believing it anyway. But like when I fall into a film and I'm into the characters and I'm into the story, and then all of a sudden they're like, "It's a gray sky. The sky has never been this gray before. It has before. You forget the sky we had in early March." I'm like, "No, I'm out. I'm all the way out." It's a specific thing, though, right? I don't think that it's meant to be analogous to real life, like like regular acting. For sure. Drama. For sure. It's a genre thing, right? It's not your, yeah, it's not your thing. You're not shitting on it. It's just not your thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's not for everybody. Yeah, like, I, like when people are like, yeah, I don't like country music. You know, it's like I don't like musical films. Yeah. Um, what about you, Chris? Uh, I haven't watched it, honestly. I had it... Uh, in my mind to watch it, but I just haven't. Oh, speaking of movies, shout out to Gort. He sent me the uh, What We Do in the Shadows movie um, that I said I hadn't watched, and if somebody wanted to send it to me, I would. So, <laughs> he also sent me a, um, a One Punch Man plushie. Oh, um, nice. It, thanks, <laughs> Gort. I will, uh, I will try to watch that here. I have to dust off some sort of digital media player to to do it um i'm not a, i'm not a fan of musicals like like most disney movies like i just i just can you just tell me the story without saying about it yeah. but i get the hamilton was kind of a big deal when it came out because it was just something different um but i haven't watched it i don't know um probably would rather watch some more unsolved mysteries <laughs> being honest um so let's have a this little discussion go out on. Uh, this is something that we talked about a bit off air, but like, um, so Joe, when did what year did you and I start hanging out? It was two thousand first golf fest, which was two thousand fifteen, fourteen. Okay, I think it was fourteen because I just started my new job at the time. I think. All right, and what, what fourteen were you, or fifteen? One or the other. And what were you collecting in two thousand fourteen? Uh, I started um, third-party Transformers stuff. That's how I found you. Right. And I was always, um, you know, I collected figures and one-six statues here and there, but I also didn't make that much money at the time. Like, I started being a pharmacist. So, yeah, that, that was about it. And some anime figures. Not, nothing notable or that I still have. 
but just a general collector of things. Um, Deadpool, I guess. You, you're kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was what, yeah. yeah. I mean, part of the one six thing, like it was before the quarter scale stuff. So like I had all the one six Deadpool shit and all the figures and everything. Yeah. And then, uh, Chris, we met what two thousand sixteen, whatever. I mean, the- we had, like TFCon Charlotte. Charlotte was, like, was that fifteen? I don't. I don't know. Let's say fifteen is fine. Um, yeah. What? Uh, what wow. The yes. Yes, God. Um, what was exactly. uh, what were you collecting then? Uh, I was collecting six inch action figures and and, and third party and masterpiece transformers. All right, so I was doing Masterpiece Transformers, uh, first and third party, and kind of Star Wars three and three quarter. Uh, I was starting to get into Black Series, I think. Um, and that was, and then some Play Arts Kai. And that was pretty much the extent of, of what I was collecting. Now, here we are in 2020, and aside from uh, quarantine, what else are you collecting, Joe, in 2020? You know, five or six years later. Um. Uh, 40k surprisingly because i had quit 40k at the time i haven't done 40k in years when we, when we met but but it was one of the things that drawn me to you because that you did do 40k on top of everything else mm-hmm. uh quarter scale statues and um anime figures uh pvc figures right and chris what do you collect styrofoam um oh sorry and, and also um model kits like gundams and shit Okay. Mm, okay. M- mostly PayPal transfers, but um, <laughs> uh, machines. Yeah, equipment. So, um, Mezco, Mythic Legions, some specific thousand toys stuff, some very specific hot toys stuff, and that's it. And and uh, just, well, I guess GI Joe. You know, just random shit I see, but you know, I, I'm not chasing shit around anymore. And uh, that's, that's a lot of. You know, I'm not at retail chasing shit around like right. I you know, was at one point. And I'm collecting. You hot... haven't changed. No, I've added. You, you but added I've, stuff. I've added, yeah. You added this stuff. I don't quit. <laughs> oh, I see where we're going with this. <laughs> um, and I've added in, you know, Hot Toys and. Uh, quarter scale now? Quarter scale, Revel Tech, uh, Fig Warts, uh, you know, the, I, I, fucking everything, right? Um. So all of us at one point were collecting the same things and became friends. And we have remained friends, but now we are all collecting different things. What, if any, effect do you think that has? Anybody? On? On, on our interpersonal relationship. And, and I'm using it kind of as a template for anybody out there. Because like, I think most people's collections do gradually change over time as far as, you know, it's, I, I think there are very few people that just get in and stick with that one particular thing all the way through. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's we we talk about the, I mean, unless on here, we talk about like, you know, collectibles less. Cause I remember we would, you know, on our regular pri- private chat, like, oh, this is dropping. And then we talk about yeah certain things and we don't, we don't do that anymore. Cause we don't, we're not interested in the same <laughs> shit. Cause the other people don't give a shit, <laughs> you know, I mean, like that, that, that does, I mean, it has an effect, you know, I, because th- I think yeah, that- the overall volume of conversation has gone down just because we don't collect the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think like the um, relationship itself, um, for me anyway, changed. I don't, my, the way I feel about you guys don't, hasn't changed. Same. But I also Same. think 
that there's a uh, there is another level of things that it ends up bubbling to the top, like because the baseline has changed. It's like the rhythm is different. Mm. You know, so it's like where we used to talk about like what's coming out or what did you get? What are you excited about getting? What, do you, what did you pre-order? What's the, you know, hey, Chris, you got any update on when fucking this thing is going to come out? Haven't heard a thing, that kind of stuff. Those, those sorts of conversations don't really happen anymore. But the conversations that do happen are conversations about 3D printing, about uh, dioramas, lots of dioramas, dioramas uh, business, um, you know, and, and entrepreneurship, creativity. Uh, creative endeavors, all those sorts of things, kind of lots of uh, 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 work in progress for all of us. Correct, what we're working on, yeah. Um, you know, but it is like it is it, it is interesting to me how like you know if 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 those if those common threads that people meet over you know begin to shift and change, will it ultimately always affect the you know is collecting really not the baseline? I guess you know. Well, I mean. It, I think it can. Like, I may always find it weird when I meet couples who have, don't fucking share common interests. I'm like, why the fuck are you guys together sometimes? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like where, where I feel like they have separate lives. Like, the traditional man cave, where, like, the dude literally just fucking goes to the basement and does his own thing while the chick does her own fucking thing. I'm like, what kind of fucking relationship is that? Right. So, so but I guess that is a relationship. But, um... But the thing is, I've I've not maybe not lost friends, but like I've definitely drifted apart from friends just because of the lack of um, common interests, like we used to have and we don't have anymore, or like uh, mostly it's because distance. Like regardless of anything, you guys are like fucking fifteen minutes from me and two minutes away from me, uh, like that that helps. But like I had friends where like they would live half hour, forty five minutes, and like you know we just stop inviting each other over because we would just sit around and watch TV. You know, the <laughs> common to do or talk about, then, like, yeah, well, what is there left? Right. Like, well, of course, they need help, or whatever. I, I would stop by. You know, like, like it's not like we're, I, I, I don't care about them anymore because I don't care about toys. But, right, right, know, right. No relationship to per se. Right. I mean, I use, I use Jisk as a perfect example. I mean, Jisk is, I consider Jisk to be a good friend of mine. And, you know, I, I don't, Honestly, kind of, I was concerned. I'm like, man, how much am I going to talk to this dude going forward? Mainly because we're not we're not in some of the same chats anymore. You know, it's it's obviously we don't have the hobby in 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 common anymore. Although I haven't, you know, collected what he collects in a long time. Right. Um, and I think I think a lot of that is you just got to reach out and continue to to converse with people. And look, I think most of us that are in our our click health, I'll say, have broken past the toy conversations anyway so you know life conversations we're all essentially the same age and deal with a lot of the same struggles from you know work and and joe i don't know if you know this or not but you don't have kids um but you know bobby you and i have children the same age mostly and mm -hmm. and you know a lot of the same concerns and issues with that so i think there's there's a lot of commonality between us that that is that is Transverses the toy hobby. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. And the fact that we're all creatives and we're all creators, we're all artists. If you want to call yourself an artist, whoever does, um, that we're making things um, that you know didn't exist or, or whatever. I think that ties us together a lot as well. Yeah, I agree. 
and like even if we don't collect the same thing, like it helps. We're we're in the culture. We're in the nerd culture. We're fucking nerds, right? Mm-hmm. And we do sure. collect things, even if they're not the same. So like, that is still a common interest. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's not like you fucking all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm not fucking watching comic book movies anymore. It's all football from now on. Yeah, you then, know, we'll have, then we might have a problem. Well, it's funny because uh, like when Tyler, the collector, you know, and I met. We both collected Masterpiece Transformers and had a bit of a kind of healthy rapport with one another. Then he sold all of his Masterpiece Transformers and got into Star Wars Hot Toys. I eventually got into Star Wars Hot Toys as well. And I would say that now our Venn diagram of interest is smaller than it used to be, but our level of communication and interaction is higher than it used to be. Mm-mm-mm. You know, so it's like it's like an interesting shift in dynamics of of common interest versus kind of common ground yeah and i mean it also shows like whether you were really friends with someone to begin with or you were just um, acquaintances playmates you know dude playmates sounds wild <laughs> um wow. yeah, i agree that's fucking wild tickle book motherfucker <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is wild as well. Um, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with having acquaintances, you know. It happens. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, like have relationships that like are only for you know for funsies. It's it's nothing deeper than that, and that's normal. You can't care about that many people, man. Well, I can't. Um, I don't think you. I think you can. I don't. Not you particularly. It's uh, a person, but a person can. Um, I don't think you can give everyone that you'd like to the amount of time that you'd like to. Yeah, your limited time is and 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 like attention span is a really limited resource. Correct. I think that's where, um, where things get a bit trickier. (laughs) Um, I I think that like it's a. you know, it's it is interesting just to think about how, like, you know, when the three of us started talking together, it was the irregular collectors, and now it's like really irregular. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think it, uh, like I I have no idea. Like, I would I would like to think our relationship wouldn't be much different, but I would I I can't imagine what it would be if we didn't podcast together. We we didn't have a sit down two two to three hour conversation every week. Yeah, I mean, I think you know we drift apart. I have no idea, but like this definitely helps keep us together. Yeah, having a common common thing that we do. Well, especially now, because I mean, we can't, you know, we can't even get together without it. You know, we had kind of hit a pretty good rhythm there for a minute, where we were getting together for the podcast and getting together like once a month for like a family dinner for for all of us. You know, and you know, and now that's fucking out the window. And I do miss that. Like as much as I'm not God, dude, an out person. Like I, I do miss our get togethers yeah like and i like uh you know like you know we would go over to chris and kelly's and you know we had the little new orleans oh, meal yeah. and, and you know come over to my house they have we were making something and, and yeah you know it was like uh you know and i i think you know you guys were gonna do some sort of uh the the, the ribs you know like yeah. that was on yeah, the, yeah. the chris would bring over fried chicken sometimes or if i can you know yeah. and I, um, you know I, I was uh i was really liking where that was heading and and then you know, and then now it's it's not that. So it's I think that the the lack of common interest, so to speak, played less of a factor during during you know no pandemic. 
Yeah. You know, but with the pandemic, it does seem like it plays more of a factor, which is interesting. Like just to look at from the outside in, you know, objectively. Because you, yeah. you don't have those interactions as much. You don't have those hangout times where, you know, it's not like we sit on the phone and talk, like just see what comes up. You know what I mean? But like if, if we were all like hanging out, like on the couch, you know, you might, be, you know, you, you might talk about something. The next thing you know, you're talking about this middle school teacher that was a fucking pain in the ass, you know? And like that, that, that conversation evolves differently. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's all I really got on that, I guess. Um, yep. No, that's good. I, I don't, I don't foresee our, you know, anything. Well, no, no, me neither. But I'm sure there's other people out there that have a circle of friends that are into kind of the same stuff, and then as time goes on, the interests change. Yeah, like, uh, maybe less now at our age, but uh, definitely, like I went through groups of friends like in my 20s because everyone changes so much, you know, at that time. Right. Like we're all basically pretty set in our ways. I don't think there's any drastic change we're going to make with our personality and our interests that's going to like you know, really change how we look at each other. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think I got anything else. What is, uh, anything on the horizon for anyone that they're excited about getting? What? Oh, other than my Madre cases? Yeah. I mean, I pre-ordered a bunch of, the, you know, I haven't, I haven't pre-ordered that much stuff, right. man. Like, not that I'm not interested in stuff, but like, it's more of a, just fucking, financial decisions more than anything like there's a lot of stuff i'm interested in and then i have to sit back and say how interested am i am i am more interested in this figure or this statue than getting my house painted right. you know what i mean right but like, i don't have unlimited funds I, I i you know i have my one job and that's all i got so i uh i have there's like i mean like the mezco nosferatu which is a very uh, crazy sentence to say <laughs> i got my i got a, a notice today that my order's processed so that's cool because you know i was involved in the photography aspect of that so um to get that and the their john wick's finally shipping at the end of the month so i'm excited to get that um yeah, I mean, uh, my problem is I I think I think I crave the anticipation of getting something more than I crave the getting of something. Right. Because oftentimes I'll get something I'm like, like I I got I bought some Mythic Legions. Actually, they're Dark Elves, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> from, from BBTS, which I paid extra to get quicker shipping, but it took them like six fucking days to ship it. Anyways, um, and I was like, all right, I got it. It's here. Now I have to open it, <laughs> and it was just like a so dream. Can, so, like, you just like buying things. <laughs> maybe I actually maybe have, I yeah. like to stimulate the economy. Like, uh, I, I have a number of things uh, pre-ordered, you know, and some big items and some smaller items. But like, it's funny. Some of the stuff I've been most excited about recently has been on the the smaller end. You know, I was really excited about this strong guy, so to speak. <laughs> um. I was really excited about, you know, some of the Black Series stuff and um I was really excited about the Storm Collectible stuff and that's not exactly, you know, super low end, but it's lower than a fucking thousand dollar statue, you know what I mean? Um You know, and I've I think I've been excited about where my collection is getting in terms of its its sort of proper place and and you know, its final form. Um but yeah, I, I uh it's it's funny. I've you know, I've I've found myself getting more appreciating all of it, you know, but getting more excited about some of the more really random stuff um, at the cheaper levels than than some of the really nice stuff at the higher levels. 
it's more about curating your collection, right? Yeah. And for actually, for me, uh, ninth at just dropped ninth edition Warhammer forty thousand. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, so that's gonna come in next week. I'm excited. I like I, I've always had a fucking kind of love hate or love dread relation with forty k. Not just because of the company, but the hobby itself. It's like I'm super excited. All these new scopes, all these new things look fucking great. But like for me, it's, it's it's not something I can buy and like like I haven't put up. Like I buy them and they're fucking <clears throat> boxes until I do something with them, and it's, it's so much work. Yeah. Um, what, what uh, and, we... and even if you to get a commission, it's like this. This took too much money. Like you know, I I would I would get someone to paint my shit if you know I could fucking afford to do that and buy the toys. You know what I mean? When you say that ninth edition is coming this week. What does that mean? Is it a book? Is it a box set? Is it a oh, box, it's set? box set? Oh, new, it's, it's a box set. It's a new starter box with you know the basic rules, with the rules, and then a bunch of new figures, which all look amazing. What um what armies are in the box set? It's uh of course Space Marines, right. uh, the primary Space Marines, the guys that I like, and um Necrons. The fucking Necrons are looking amazing now. Like they used, to, they started off as Terminator knockoffs, right? But now they're just fucking future Egyptian killer robots, and it's they're fucking beautiful. Nice. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like increased the amount of scopes and range and characters like double. That's awesome. And I'll bring a bunch of like characters that's been mentioned for 20 years actually out. Right. And, and motto and lore form that just been speculated. So yeah, it's, it's been a very exciting time except that I have to, you know, build them and put them together. Nice. Um, so with and that- I think Games Workshop is, um, I, the, here, here's something. I, I, I so they oversold, right? Supposedly oversold uh-huh. for uh Ninth Ed. Like fucking we're talking about we're talking about before Warhammer three D printing hurting them. They're not hurting this fucking edition. The the uh the the as uh, the pre order was a sat this past Saturday, it was like a sold out before the official pre order went up because people was already even asking stores and to hold stuff for them. Right. So the uh, stores are complaining now because Games Workshop was like uh, yeah, we don't care how much you pre-ordered. We're cutting it down to like I, I don't know what the number fifty or hundred, some shit like that. They're like everyone's getting fifty and no more. And I don't care how much you order, and and but they're also online putting out like oh we, you can order directly from us and we'll we'll be make them to order. So what it is is pretty obvious that they're cutting out the middleman. They're giving the store stuff, but they're keeping stuff for themselves to sell since it's higher profit, which is fucking shady as fuck. Right. And part of reasons a lot of people don't like the business aspect of Games Workshop. Yeah, I can relate. Scalpers, the boxes are being so the box is two hundred, right? Retail, like some of us that has people in the know. Our office, I get through Adam. I get for one fifty, which is fucking amazing, twenty five percent off. But so retail is two hundred, and people are buying them off eBay for five hundred. Right. Like selling out, right? And then, and then immediately, like the day after, people were buying them five hundred. As one Games Workshop announced, like, yeah, you can buy them from us. It'll just be a little more while. Just shitting on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I I don't think that that business issues in Games Workshop uh, are are exclusive <laughs> to each yeah. other in any way, shape, or form. I, I've ever since it went from kind of I guess Citadel to. Yeah, to the small private hobby company to a corporate. Yeah, that's that, that's when it, it that's when it started to change for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, may they make great shit. So. Yeah, they awesome. do. Um, 
can't fault them for that. Shout out to the rest of the Cool Table Network, Shattercast Uncut, Into the Realm, uh, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, Building Up to It, Breaking the Mold, Fresh Communications, and Verbally Challenged. And shout out to the rest of the Nerd Rage team, uh, Raul on Instagram, Dante the Destroyer on Facebook, Marilyn Phil on Twitter, and in our notes. And Phil's foot in our fucking chat. Yeah, yeah. His feeling mangled foot. Hope he's recovering well. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to, to his feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had to pray like uh, with your feet together, the bottom of your feet together. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Do um, have you seen pictures of those couples holding holding feet? No, I don't want to see that. Um, shout out to uh, Manny, who I haven't spoken to in a while. I need to, I, just, I need to talk to him, but um. Shout out to Gort and everybody helped me with the Force stuff, Andy and all that. So um, I don't think I missed anybody. If I did, I'll get you next. Hey, time. I've got something real quick. Yeah. Um, if you go to realmcollectors.com, there's a um, there's some merch you can buy. Shout out to JD and Chan for putting that together. Uh, it's all that New York Mike. Um, it's a really cool design that JD came up with. It's mm-hmm. like a it's like a ghost Jedi. It's Mike and uh, all the proceeds are going to go to his to his uh, family to his son. Um, his son has some 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 needs that that uh, financially is going to be challenging so uh there's a lot of cool stuff on there they've got uh anything anything from a coffee mug to us to a hoodie um and all the proceeds are going to go to uh to help support mike's son so they're reset realmcollectors.com they're doing a pre-order and once they've got the orders together they're gonna produce the stuff and get it out to everybody so just make sure you check that out realmcollectors.com and he had uh he had his wake and uh, funeral this week i believe yeah, rest in peace to Mike. Rest in peace to Mike. And uh yeah, then I gotta start the second phase of that. And that's gotten more complicated also, but we'll talk about that another time. Um otherwise, uh, I think that'll do it. With that, flap your labius. Tasty tank. Tight dig player. <laughs>